Hello. Every episode's just Corey singing as it enters. <laughs> right, so hello and welcome to another episode of Monsters May Vary. And today we are going to talk about why it may not be better down where it's wetter. So we are going to talk about some sea and water monsters. Or in my case, you know, I'm talking about a lake monster. But either way, who cares? Whatever it is, it's a body of water. It's wet. It's places, you know, things. Under the water. You. Under the water. Under the sea. Under the sea. That's the you're you're missing the point, Corey. Maybe it's, it's wetter. Water wetter. Down wetter. Take it from me. Corey, it's not under the sea. Nessie is not under the sea. Sorry. She's kind of in a channel that turned into a lake. That is our first topic that Heather will be discussing. <laughs> so, the Loch Ness Monster. It is a... I'm to call it a monster. Nessie just seems cool. Looks cute. She's always asking people if they want sweet tea. What? So... The group I watch on YouTube, their name is Neebs Gaming. They're hilarious. They play a bunch of video games. They play a game called Scrap Mechanic. And one of the builds is they they take and build a mobilized Nessie. And she's always asking people if they want sweet tea. That's weird. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's weird. But anyway... Nessie is the giant dino-like thing. You've seen pictures. It's got a really long neck, small head, sometimes humps on the back and whatnot. And just, you know, splashing around. And what are you doing with your fucking hand? She's over here, like, making finger puppets, trying to make it look like the Loch Ness Monster. You're missing a little bit of the... There, like that. (laughs) We have made a Nessie, and if we were videoing this, it would be friggin' awesome. I'm telling you, we really should contemplate starting video, video podcasting. But then again, people would see my ugly face and probably stop listening. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, the Loch Ness Monster inhabits the Scotland area of the Loch Ness, which was a channel that turned into some sort of lake. And the Loch Ness Monster, as we have said looks like a freaking dinosaur. They describe her as being huge, the long swan-like neck and small head, like we've said. And some describe her as even being a sea serpent that swims kind of like a snake on the lake. And they think that it might have got in before the land was actually landlocked. So that's one theory of how it came to be. And the first written account of the Loch Ness Monster appears in the biography of uh, St. Columba in 565 AD. 
And apparently the beast had bitten a swimmer and he had walked up on them trying to tend to this thing and it was going to go after another swimmer. And so he decided to tell it to back off. And apparently the beast actually listened and backed off. So he was like the Nessie whisperer. And then in 1933, the legend began to grow. And the road adjacent to Britain's Loch Ness was finalized and gave a nice unobstructed view of the lake. So there was a lot of traffic in and out. So in April of 1933, a couple actually claimed that they saw an enormous animal that they compared to a dragon or some sort of prehistoric monster. (laughs) It crossed their path and then disappeared into the water. It was reported in the Scottish newspaper and numerous sightings actually followed the same type of thing. And then December of that same year, the Daily Mail commissioned big game hunter Marmaduke Weatherall to locate the sea serpent. He actually had found large footprints all along the lake shore that he believed belonged to the powerful, soft-footed animal that was about 20 feet long. So that finding was actually disproved because somebody decided they were going to pull pranks on him and took a umbrella stand with hippopotamus feet. I'm yeah. picturing it was like, I don't know. It reminds me of the whole leg thing from that Christmas story. Yes, the like lamp. The, yeah, and I'm just imagining a hippo leg because it was a hippo umbrella stand. So somebody walked all up and down the beach and stamped little feet prints to make him think that there was actually something there. That was actually kind of mean because if he was really excited over a find and, you know, find out it was fake. (laughs) And then in 1934, English English physician Robert Kenneth Wilson photographed the alleged creature. The photo was then known as the Sturgeon's photograph, and it showed the head and neck of the beast up out of the water. And this was printed by the Daily Mail, and it sparked international sensation. Everybody was following it. Everybody wanted to figure it out. And a lot speculated that the creature was actually a plesiosaur, which was a marine reptile that went extinct. Extinct. (laughs) Extinct. It stank. It stank so bad. But anyway, the plesiosaur was a marine reptile that went extinct over 65.5 million years ago. However, it's been said that the plesiosaur wouldn't have actually been able to make their necks appear swan-like. They couldn't, because of their um, bone makeup, actually hold the position up out of water. They figured this out by an osteology reporter. So that apparently wasn't a thing. (laughs) Some more of the Loch Ness sightings were in 1972 when Robert Ryans led a group for a search engine and had an underwater picture of Nessie. The news loved this and they soaked it all up. And naturalist Sir Peter Scott gave his own scientific name to the creature, calling it Nesiteris rhombodextrix, 
And this got the creature put on the British Protected Wildlife Registry. So they they wanted to find this creature for proof that it existed, but they didn't want it harmed, which was actually pretty nice of them, considering everybody is always like, oh, to have proof, you got to kill it. Well, no, they wanted Nessie to live. So it was on the Wildlife Registry like they believed in it that much. In 1987, they had the deep scan operation. This basically entailed two dozen boats going over the span of three days, moving around the Loch Ness to see any signs of anything moving. They pretty much floated around and just watched to see if anything appeared. Then in 2003, the BBC attempt happened. Um, The BBC had over 600 sonar beams roam the lake for optimal precision in an attempt to keep anything from hiding behind rocks. So they were all going at the same time and hopefully getting pictures of every angle. They thought that would prove it. And they didn't get anything on there except a buoy was hooked down about 200 meters below the surface. And then 2014, Nessie disappeared and there were no sightings. Andrew Dixon used Apple Maps looking at Loch Ness, and at first he saw nothing until he zoomed in, and then he saw the silhouette that resembled how people described Nessie. It wasn't, though. It was actually a ship that was the Jacobite Spirit. In 2016, there was another alleged sighting. Rumors spread that Nessie was seen at the bottom of the lake. It was actually a movie prop from the movie The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes, and it sank before the filming actually commenced. In 2018, the waters were analyzed by a team of scientists led by Neil Gemmell. They wanted to study the species in the Loch Ness and verify the existence of Nessie. In 2019, the Loch Ness Monster was thought to be an eel. There was a significant amount of eel DNA in the Loch Ness found by Gemmell's team. Some people firmly believe in this elusive dragon dino, and others claim that it was always just a hoax. However, there were other explanations offered of what it could be. They thought that it could be bird wakes, Bartender David Monroe saw wakes in the Loch Ness. 26 others actually saw the same account. It was like V-shaped, like something was moving through it. Typically what you'd see in boats, but they said that there was no boats on there right then at that second. David claimed to have seen a creature zigzagging and diving, creating these wakes. It's most likely to be a boat is what others claimed. And I guess that is more logical than thinking some prehistoric dinosaurs out swimming. Why alligators do it? Alligators swim, but they're not, well, I would say they're not 20 foot long, but there might be one. (laughs) Could have been one once upon a time, too. (laughs) They probably were much bigger back in the day. Sarcos. What? Sarcos. That is what they used to be called. Alligators and crocodiles used to be known as sarcos. And oh. they got to be between 
18 and 25 foot long. Bam. Ha, I was right. There was one. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> um, but anyway, Nessie could have possibly been an eel. There were a lot of eel DNA in the glass mask, so that's very plausible. There were similar sightings like in 1856 when people saw a sea serpent or a kelpie in the freshwater lake near Lurebost in the outer hybrids. And they were explained away as eels. So it could also be, you know, just a cover-up. Basically, you know, anything happens, it must be eels. Damn eels. I Fucking eels, man. Fucking eels. I didn't even think they were that big, but, you know. I just I guess don't get out. how, yeah, I don't foresee a uh, eel poking its head out of water. Like like the swan little neck. Maybe thing. it's their tail. <laughs> it's just their tail. <laughs> They're just wagging it like a freaking dog, man. <laughs> She's happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's a whale's penis. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not yet. <laughs> that's uh, foreshadowing <laughs> it's when people decide if they want to continue or not <laughs> they're like well that's took a turn now there's whale penis <laughs> but okay. first in 1979 the surgeon's photo from 1934 was actually claimed to have somehow been an elephant that was swimming somewhere else and what the they- fuck? yeah they they figured it was some elephant charging through water, and somebody just took a photo and said it was on Loch Ness, and it wasn't. Can, why was the elephant there? I don't know, but they're saying that the Loch Ness monster could actually they make photos it, of an elephant's trunk. I'm just saying they make it sound like it's in Africa. That's where. I I don't know. It could have been a. Like, you know what I mean? Like, elephants just wander around here. No big deal. If they wander into a lake, it's a thing. Kind of like, why are whales in a lake? (laughs) (laughs) But Nasty could have also been a Greenland shark. And I think she definitely could have been a a shark, except the shape is all wrong. And yes, I gendered Nessie. I feel like it was a female. It's just like an intuitive thing. Sue me. I don't know. But no, it's a penis. Mindy, we know you got penis on the brain. <laughs> Way to make things even more awkward. <laughs> um, for those who care, no, I don't. <laughs> I have Cheez-Its on the brain, actually. But anyway, a <laughs> Jeremy Wade, a zoologist, angler, and television presenter, investigated Nessie in 2013 as part of the TV series River Monsters and concluded that this Great particular... Show. Huh? Great show. <laughs> He's just promoting a bunch of shows. <laughs> This particular shark is said to reach up to 20 feet in length, 
And they live in the North Atlantic Ocean and Canada and Greenland, Iceland, Norway, and possibly Scotland. Biologist Bruce Wright claims that these sharks could actually live in fresh water and use lakes and canals um, to get food. The Loch Ness had a lot of salmon and other fish, so one could think that these green Greenland sharks could actually thrive here. In, okay, so in 2015, Steve Peltham, who was in the Guinness Book of World Records, for what I don't know and don't really care, is that terrible? But anyway, he theorized that Nessie could potentially be an unusually large specimen of wild catfish that may have been released during the 19th century at some point. So a bunch of catfish just got, you know, thrown in there and they are big enough to be Nessie. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> That's, I think, more terrifying than Nessie. <laughs> Um, a United Kingdom. What? A what? A what? Open Gotham style. Um, anywho, a United Kingdom professor claimed Nessie was a whale's penis during a mating circle waiting for their turn like because apparently they mate in groups and while you know the female's busy with one dude the others just swim around on their backs with their penis flapping in the breeze (laughs) yes that is an actual fact i just learned that actually (laughs) It's, it's not a lie but the whole fact is like the loch ness is a lake you're not you're not gonna find a whale there and that was actually said by um, a molecular biologist, Michael Sweet. Michael Sweet, who said there are no whales in the Loch Ness. Huh? Go figure. No whale penis. <laughs> yes, no whale penis either. There were <laughs> in all those DNA samples. I would figure that they would find something about a whale if that was a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, especially with all that whale sperm going all over the place. Oh my god! Now who's got stuff on the brain? Oh, there's so many things I gotta cut. (laughs) Leave it all in, why not? No, that goes in the blooper reel. Let's just dig our own graves. (laughs) But anyway, I believe in Nessie. I don't think she's a penis. I'm one of those people that are actually hopeful about other realms existing and that we can discover something new in this mundane, like, monotonous day and age here where everything's the same. It would be cool to find another species and actually prove its existence, I guess. So I'm a believer that we could do stuff. Finder. People should keep looking. Um, I question how one would have actually existed for as long as it has, as long as the rumors have been around. 
I know that there's also many underwater caves in the Loch Ness and also they lead out to oceans and stuff. So that could be why other people are describing it. Is that how the whales got in? Maybe, maybe. They just just go in and out. They just came in. One single whale decided to take the cavern (laughs) into the Loch Ness and still float around on his back. (laughs) It was just one whale that... Or maybe that's where they go to mate. Maybe they got to have a little privacy or something. It's like a waiting room. <laughs> we all know that whales are pretty big, right? I don't know. I've never actually seen a whale penis, so. I didn't say anything about the penis. <laughs> Corey. Corey. Just think about how you make yourself look right now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I got on. Yeah, that but thing. it makes me look bad. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you right. dated him twice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, while Mindy's dying over there, we're going to talk about uh, some other lesser known um, mythological creatures that come from the water. What? Where's my kraken? I don't know. You didn't do any research on him. Oh, I'm going to come over there and kick your little. Don't worry. He's coming. Yeah, but he's not a lesser known one. (sighs) How dare you group him in with lesser known ones? Who said I was going to actually group him in with that? Did he not just say we're going to (laughs) talk? I'm not talking about him yet, am I? He's panicking. He's like, oh shit, she's mad I didn't do it. I better tell her I'm gonna do it at the end of the surprise, but first I'm gonna talk and, about these. In my defense, I have one, two, three, four, five, six different pages open, and the last one that I'm gonna touch on is Kraken. He's gonna touch the Kraken last. <laughs> He's got six <laughs> pages open. Sweet. All right. So the first we're going to touch on is from Welsh mythology. It is called the Afanac. Um, And it is described as a mix between a crocodile, beaver, kind of like a platypus style, but a demonic crocodile beaver. Um, Huh? A demonic crocodile crocodile beaver. (laughs) Yes, that is how he's described. Um, It dwells in a lake in, well, it says they live in various lakes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And like most monstrous creatures that live in lakes, it is said to prey upon. You just don't miss a beat. 
any foolish enough to fall into or swim in its lakes. Yeah, idiots. Stay out of the lake. I ain't going swimming this year. I know, right? <laughs> but he buy so me I just a thought pool. that one was a was unique sounding. So you know, I just thought it, yeah, the description alone was really cool. Yeah, repeat repeat its name again, please. It's the Appanac. A F A N C. Nope. P is in poison or F is in fairy. Okay. Alpha, Foxtrot, Alpha, November, Charlie. Dude, I don't want army Dude. flashbacks. Charlie, Kilo. Oh, this is why you're my best friend. You just took a PTSD moment <laughs> and changed Uniform. it into a Charlie moment. All right. So our next what is the spelling. Huh? Huh? Fuck. Foxtrot uniform Charlie. Yeah, Felix. but then what does he say? I know. I, I, Essentially, I mean, that whole song is uh, just. I don't want to beat around the bush. Essentially, that whole song is euphemisms for having sex. <laughs> In your ham wallet. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, great, great group. Great Wasn't group. it like when I said, What is he spelling? It came out all wrong. I meant, What, like, what was he trying to say? Oh, the Appanac. Appanac? No, Bad I'm talking that. about in the song. Oh. Yeah, no, it's just all euphemisms for, for fucking. Like, see, that's how well I pay attention to shit. You really listen to that, that song. Huh? And listen to the words. It is straight up talking about different ways of putting the penis in the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> the pudding hatch. Um. <laughs> I feel like I knew it. I I've known With this. With the lab rocket. The bitch wrinkle. <laughs> okay, there. Uh, apparently, I'm a little naive to what that song's about. So, back to the our water creatures. So, the next one I'm going to talk about is the bo bobri. <laughs> like and moving on. <laughs> the boobri. Boobri, yes. It is a mythological shape-shifting entity inhabiting the locks of west coast of Scotland. It com commonly adapts the appearance of a gigantic water bird resembling a cormorant or great northern diver. Also, some say it looks like a great auk, which kind of resembles like a really creepy-looking penguin. Why does it sound like something from fucking Lord of the Rings? But it can also materialize in the form of various <laughs> other mythological creatures, such as a water bowl. You start um, that part, right? From the... I'm, I'm sorry. Like, sorry. You just don't miss a beat, man. You're killing me. <laughs> oh. 
who's um, like you're making comedy and he's just like I'm just ignoring her <laughs> only sometimes but repeat that again um oh it 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 is uh, said to also sometimes materialize in the form of various other mythological creatures, such as water, a water bowl. Huh? <laughs> but they're uh, generally a malevolent entity. Like a bowl of water? Bowl or bowl? Bowl. 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 Okay. I'm like B-U-L-L. a bowl. Of water. Um. <clears throat> typically preys on livestocks being transported on ships, but are also fond of otters. Aw. Otters are cute. Mm-hmm. In its manifestation as a water horse, the creature is able to gallop across the locks as if on solid ground. During summer months, it is seen infrequently as a large insect sucking the blood of horses. Poor horses. What does that remind me of? <laughs> oh, Voldemort is sucking the juices out of a unicorn. That was sad. I don't know why it just called it juices. <laughs> the life force. <laughs> All right. Okay, people, life forces are just your juices. Got it. So, I was going to go with one, but since Mindy brought up Harry Potter, we're going to talk about an uh, English fl- folklore creature <laughs> that was actually reintroduced to the world in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, written by J.K. Rowling. And that is the Grindylo. We just lost viewers. <laughs> Why did we lose v- viewers? There's some... People complaining about J.K. Rowling all the freaking time now. Why? Yeah. Because she, she made she made some very 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 bad comments about um the LGBTQ uh community, and that is actually why um uh the third movie of the um Fantastic Beasts to- movie doesn't have Johnny Depp in it. Because she made a comment, uh, Johnny Depp argued with it, and he got fired for it. Huh. Yeah. So, <clears throat> back to our topic at hand, the Grindylo. Grindylos are supernatural creatures that appear in folklore of England, most notably the Lancaster area. They're described as diminutive humanoids with scaly skin, a greenish complexion, sharp claws and teeth, and long, weary arms with lengthy fingers at the end. They dwell in ponds and marshes waiting for unsuspecting children, which they grab them with their shockingly sharp grip and drag them under the surface of the water. They, Grindylos, have been used as shadowy figures to frighten children away from pools, marshes, or ponds where they could drown. I, I remember seeing them in Harry Potter, though, and going, oh my god, those things are little creepy things. 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to figure out what what part of Harry Potter it was in that um, you're describing. So, if you remember in the fourth Harry Potter movie when they are in the water for the tournament, okay, and Harry is going through the uh, like uh, Harry frees all the people, and all of a sudden he starts getting attacked by all those little like like almost like octopus little looking things. Oh, okay. And he uses a sendio and like I thought they out of like there. That's what those are. Okay. And they just want to drown kids. Yes. Awesome. Drown them and eat them. So <clears throat> the next one we're going to talk about is actually an American folklore. And its name is Champ. Or Champy. Champy, or Champ, is the name of a lake monster said to live in Lake Champlain, a 125-mile long fresh body water uh, shared by New York, Vermont, New York and Vermont, with a portion extending into Quebec, Canada. The legendary monster is considered a draw for ter- uh, I said terrorism, tourism <laughs> in Burlington, <laughs> Vermont, and Plattsburg, New York area. Um, over the years, there have been over 300 reported sightings of uh, Champ. Um, the original story is related to Iroquois legends of giant snakes, which the Mohawk named. I'm I'm guessing that's an Indian tribe, and I can't pronounce this uh this name, so I'm not gonna try. I apologize. Um. Some say that Champ is a giant serpent. Some say he is a gar or a gar pike. Um, for those who don't know what that is, it is a really long, like, fish-looking thing that has got some gnarly-ass teeth. Hmm. Um, he said to be a sea serpent. Uh, one person in, 19, or in 1883, Sheriff Nathan H. Mooney claimed that he saw had seen a water serpent about 20 rods, or the equivalent of 110 yards in length along the shore. Said that he was close enough he could see round white spots inside its mouth, and that the creature appeared to be about 25 to 30 feet in length. How is he friggin' that close to see the inside of its mouth? I don't want to know, but that is terrifying. Like, if you're that close, you need to not be that close, especially <laughs> if it's that freaking big. Right? Like, that's just dumb. <laughs> like, uh, I would not be anywhere near it to see any of its teeth, any of its nothing. It would be, nope. But this sounds like they just got right in its face to see. Yeah. A minor league baseball team actually 
has used Champ as their primary attraction. Well, it's a former Major League Baseball team uh, since their inception. The Vermont Expos, they were at one time named Vermont Lake Monsters. And Champ was actually their mascot. Hmm. All right. So the next one we got, and we've actually talked about this one before a little bit, is the Kappa. The Kappa is an amphibious uh, Japanese folklore. Okay. They are typically depicted as green human like beings with webbed hands and feet. And a turtle-like like, uh, shell on its back. Um, Kappa are known to favor cucumbers and love to engage in sumo wrestling. They are often accused of assaulting humans in water and removing a mythical organ called a shira, shirakodoma um, from the victim's anus. What? Essentially, um, <laughs> they are said to like to remove this mythological organ through someone's butthole. Ew. Yes. What were you looking for? Um, so, I remember so, actually um, the movie Halloween Town. I feel like the little girl called something a kappa, but I can't remember what it was. I think it was the thing that turned into a something. I was trying to figure that out. So it's funny you say that because there are a lot of different um, times that the kappa is referenced in a bunch of different uh, um what am I trying to think of? Popular culture. Um, for instance, in the long-running anime One Piece, a self-proclaimed Kappa appears in one of the art story arcs. In reality, it's a fisherman who hides his identity as a uh, Kappa to avoid discrimination. Lower, though he is a sumo wrestler. Um. Here's here's one where you actually might be thinking of, okay? Um, in the live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 movie, the one where they go back in time, the Ninja yeah. Turtles um, were often mistakenly called Kappa when they traveled back into uh, Fugitive Japan. In order to rescue April O'Neil. Huh. Yeah, I'm picturing um, a very like scaly reptilian type of deal. Yeah. So Jeremy Wade of River Monsters in the episode Cold Blooded Horror investigated two river creatures that inspire some of the myths in Japanese folklore. Among those is the Kappa. Uh, through his discovery, um, the inspiration leads to the Japanese giant salamander is what inspires the Kappa legends. And I've seen pictures of them. They are very rare. And that is why they're actually um, 
considered to be, you know, this mythological creature. But yeah. And then there is a ton of different references to it in different video games. Um, here's one for you, Mindy. In Pokemon, Latad, the water weed Pokemon, like that. and its evolution Lombre, the jo- Jolly Pokemon, and Ludic- Ludicolo, the carefree Pokemon, are all based on Kappas. Yeah, I want a picture of a Kappa. How do you spell it? K-A-P-P-A-S. Kappas. And last but not least, the more well-known in pop culture, the Kraken. The Kraken is a legendary sea monster of enormous size said to appear off the coast of Norway. (laughs) So bad right there. (laughs) Yeah, you caught that too? Norway. (laughs) Norway. Um, with the first sighting of the Kraken, supposed to be in 1700, by Fran- Francisco Nigiri. Um, a lot of the mythology, actually, the legend um, is said to most likely have originated by sightings of giant squid, which grow to be 13 to 15 meters or 40 to 50 feet in length. Um, yeah, just, I mean, just think of that. It means this giant squid grows about the ha- half the size of a football field. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> it can stay where it's at. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree completely. Um, <laughs> but was it big enough to devour shit? Well, yeah. In pop culture, um, the legend of the Kraken continues to present day with numerous references in film, literature, television, and other popular culture topics. The novel The Kraken Wakes from 1953, The Kraken of Marvel Comics, which I have no idea who that is, and I'm going to have to Google that one. Uh, the 1981 film Clash of the Titans and its 2010 remake, and the Seattle Kraken, a professional ice hockey team, are all references. All use references to the Kraken. I thought you were um, going to tell me the Kraken was in Seattle. I was going to have to call my friend and be like, "Are you okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that?" Um. Krakens also appear in video games such as Sea of Thieves, God of War 2, and Return of Obra Din. And the most well, probably the most well-known um, reference to the Kraken is from the 2006 film Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, as he was a the pet of the fearsome Davy Jones. Um <laughs> The Kraken also makes an appearance in the film sequel at the world's end. Okay, um, where did the legend of the Kraken start? In nineteen in seventeen hundred, the first was the first sighting, and people believe that the legend was actually 
originated from a sighting of a uh, giant squid actually attacking a ship. Yeah, he got into a fight with a ship and got outed. Why did I think I read somewhere that it was before that? Everything I found, uh, 18th century, or 1700. Now, <clears throat> fun fact, there's actually another type of squid that is uh, um, not really a mythology, but it's a real-life thing. It's called the Archie, Archietheus. A genus of giant squid that is said to contain as many as eight different species. The word in Greek translates to chief squid. And many of the evolutionary relatives earn the name through their sheer size alone. Some can grow up to 14 meters in length and are believed to do battle with sperm whales. Oh. <clears throat> and octopuses fighting. So yeah, some fun facts for you guys. The colossal squid. The heck, the colossal squid. I can't remember if it's bigger than the giant squid. Or smaller than the giant squid. But I know that I was listening and they got these hook thingies. So there is a... The largest... Okay, so fun fact for you guys. The giant squid isn't the largest one that has been alive in on Earth in existence. The Teso Tesotiotis, I'm not saying that right, but essentially this giant monster of a squid went extinct hundreds of thousands, if not more. Um, but they are estimated to be uh, what does it say? Almost double the normal length of a giant squid. Um, but they were fossils of this giant, giant crushed squid is what it means um it lived during the cretaceous period and there's actually been um fossils of it found in kansas colorado wyoming north dakota south dakota and metatobi provenance in Canada. So don't go to those places. But yeah. 
<laughs> it is terrifying to think that there was something bigger than a giant squid that once roamed our waters that wasn't called Megalodon. Essentially, a, a pretty much a 18 meter in length giant great white shark. Which in feet, that is about 60 feet in length. Whale. Yeah, I don't want it. They eat whales. We just found a picture. <laughs> Giant squid eating a whale. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. And that was just like, you know, the first portion of their meal. Right. Oh, I like how, you know, I had poor Nessie that's just you know, elusive and nobody can find it and yours are all like evil and mean <laughs> and Nessie never hurt anybody. She just bit one person, but then she was able, you know, you could tell her, no, get back and she'd listen. So she learned her lesson the first time. And yours are all just mean and murderous. <laughs> oh, got another squid for you guys. There's okay. actually a squid called a vampire squid. Ooh. Let me guess. Does it suck your blood? It lives in uh, deep, deep waters, having piercing red eyes, and wears a cloak of webbing that runs to their tentacles. In Latin, their name means vampire squid from hell. What? But uh, it shows a little picture on the site. I want to see if I can find any actual... Uh... Oh, that's an interesting looking fucking cape. Uh, yeah. Oh, it does look like it has a cape. <laughs> a creepy looking dude. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> it's kind of cute, but it's... Uh... Yeah, I feel like that has a direct link. Extreme deep sea conditions. Prehistoric vampire squid named after President Biden. What? <laughs> okay. Oh, good God. Hold on, hold on. I feel like this. I feel like this is read worthy. Okay. So, apparently, on March eighth, twenty twenty two. A prehistoric vampire squid was named after President Biden. A rare prehistoric vampire squid got its name Silipsimpodi Bideni, Bideni, or something. I don't know, I'm butchering that either way. An incredibly rare fossil has been sitting in the drawer of a Canadian university for decades before one curious scientist took a closer look and then decided to name it after the 46th president. Christopher Whalen, a paleontologist with the American Museum of Natural History in Manhattan, told the New York Times he meant it as a tribute to Bi Biden, not a slight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't making fun of him. I named something fierce after him. It's like, I didn't mean it negatively. <laughs> I wanted to somehow acknowledge the moment in a way that was more positive and forward-looking, he said. I was encouraged by the plans Biden put forward to counter anthropo 
anthropogenic climate change and his general sentiment sediment that politicians should listen to scientists. So pretty much he, you know, supports Biden because he actually said scientists mean something. So now he's got a now he's got a vampire squid named after him. Oh, what an honor. <laughs> you may continue now. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. I I I mean that <laughs> I was uh looking up stuff on Vampire Squid and actually found out that the Octonauts, the kids TV show, actually mm-hmm. talk to vampire squids all the time in their show. Oh. Do they call them that in there or no? I have no idea. It doesn't reference that at all. They probably have like names like Mal or something. We're gonna have to see what the Octonauts vampire squid is. We'll look that up later. Well, fun fact for you, Mindy. If you uh, go into Greek mythology and go to different like waterfalls, brooks, and wells, you might find a naids, N-A-I-A-D-S. And it's a playful nymph who find their nudist fun in flowing brooks, waterfalls, and wells. What? <laughs> I don't I, even know. She found the astronauts vampire oh, squid. Nice. And he's cute! And not gonna lie, she did not hear anything you said. Yeah, no, I didn't. I apologize. Oh, God, oh, you look so sad. Oh. Found child. Oh, that isn't even... Oh. I need to look this up. Because I don't know how to say this. So there is a water mythological creature that is... Essentially, a snake with a fox tail. Why, though? <laughs> like it makes no sense. But uh, it says if you are ever ever wonder what a fox snake would look like, search the ancient text of Chile's Mapuche religion. The grew. Guru Vilu is exactly that. A clawed river dweller with long snake-like body and a bushy tail capable of causing whirlpools to drown helpless swimmers. How do you spell that? N-G-U-R-U-R-U B-I-L-U B? B is in Victor. V. I L U. Yep. What the? (laughs) 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 Tail is a whole damn long slinky fox. (laughs) 
looks like a fox head with a snake body. It's everything fox except the length in the of the body. It's a fox mated with a ferret, and it's just like a long slinky. It's still got its feet. Yeah, that's just, it's a really creepy looking thing, that's for sure. I don't know, some of these pictures <laughs> make it appear cute. I kind of like him. That looks badass. He's kind of intriguing. I think we're way off topic tonight. We are. This is terrible. Oh, Sorry, you know, we... we completely forgot about one fictional character that dwells in the water. That is actually kind of back on topic with what you guys were talking about earlier. Oh, uh, yeah. Mermaids? Moby Dick. Whales. Was he a sperm whale? It was a ship sinking sperm whale. Ah! She's like, I win. I knew, I knew that those whales look familiar. <laughs> I watched a squid eat one. Gotcha. That's what she was talking about. Squids attacking whales. We were looking at one. So what was Free Willy? The same thing? He was a killer whale. That's a killer whale. I don't know. I don't know my whales. I apologize. Looking at what we were just looking at. No, that's a squid. That's a squid. That's a sperm whale. Oh, okay. They got a big old nose and this weird freaking oblong mouth. Anyways, Corey. <laughs> That's all I got for you guys tonight. All right. Yeah, see so. the squid eating the giant sperm whale. Yeah, no. The squids are what I have the most issue with out of everything. I don't know why. <laughs> Other than the vampire squid. Ew, that's adorable. <laughs> I would be like, hello, be my friend. Come home with me. I will find a way to make you a habitat. You're adorable. <laughs> but yeah. So... Things aren't always better down where it's wetter, so good night and sleep tight, and do not let the squids bite. Later, guys. Under the sea. Under the no sea. sea. It's just the water of... It's just the water body. <laughs> if you don't know, I was singing a song from Pocahontas. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't start that crap. <laughs> Later. Have a good